Welcome to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil, the official Monster Jam podcast. I'm Scott Jordan. We have a very special episode for all of you gearheads and wrenchers out there as we discuss the evolution and development of electronic fuel injection, otherwise known as EFI, in Monster Jam. And to help me dive into that, I am joined in studio by championship-winning crew chief and fleet manager Brad Hilson. Thanks for and joining having me. Us, of course, man. And joining us on the Great Clips Hotline, we go to North Carolina for Son of a Digger's Ryan Anderson. Guys, welcome to Inside Monster Jam. Thanks for being here today to talk about EFI. No doubt, man. Thank you guys for having us. We're stoked. Obviously, I'm pretty stoked. I'm sitting beside one of my favorite things about Monster Trust right here, a big old blower motor. Yeah, yeah, I got to tell you, the first guest I've ever had to be sitting next to a giant motor. So well done in the history books today. Uh, before we get into EFI, let's talk about its predecessor, mechanical fuel injection. Brad, can you explain a little bit about that process and why it became outdated to evolve into EFI? It's not as far as outdated. It's just not as efficient as the new systems that we run now. Um, mechanical, obviously, you don't have any sensors or anything to help adjust the amount of fuel for the air that's flown into the engine. So now with EFI, you get a lot finer running and better tuned truck, per se. All right. So, Ryan, what was your involvement into bringing EFI into Monster Jam? I know you were at the forefront of this from a driver's standpoint. So talk a little bit about your experience in, in, in what became uh, electronic fuel injection with our Monster Trucks. Yeah, so I was here from the get-go. I was here when the first EFI unit got put on one of our engines. Actually, I have here, we put together a little display of our old mechanical-style injection. You see the rubber hoses and mechanical injection set up. Um, but I was here when they first brought the system. And uh, I'm not going to lie, we were all a little nervous. We weren't sure. We've been using the old mechanical EFI, our mechanical fuel system, for many, many years. It's been around for a long time. It's proven. But we needed to, we needed to up our system. So. Like I said, we were all a little nervous about it, and I wasn't sold until the first time I got to drive a truck with EFI. They actually put EFI on my son of a digger truck. I went over to the test field right here at Digger's Dungeon, and the first time I laid my foot on that gas pedal, I was sold. The power, the, the power delivery is so different. It gives it, as much as this thing, it just, it's a blower motor, and you can't get around that. It's just a blower motor, but... This thing, it, it lit it on fire. I don't know how else to explain it. It was insane. The power that it gave, the delivery was so different. I don't know how. I mean, it took me a long time, and I've still questioned it. Like it just, it's, it's mind-boggling how much better it performs for us, even. Uh, and we went through all kinds of different trials and trying all kinds of different tunes. And I was luckily the guy that got to try it almost every time. And you mentioned that it's the son of a digger is sort of the poster child for EFI. What makes your truck the perfect ambassador to be that guinea pig to start this new transition, this new era, so to speak, in Monster Jam? Well, I, I think one of the best things about it is that I'm going to go out there and do it crazy no matter what. So it doesn't matter how big the floor size is, what size the jumps are, anything like that. I'm going to go out there and go 100%. I'm going to push it to the absolute limit. Even if I know what the truck can handle, I know, I know I'm going to push it past that. So with this system, that's what it needed. We needed to prove that not only does it work, but can it take an absolute beating? Can it handle everything that you throw on it and more? And uh, I, I, I halfway say that I'm pretty good at doing that. I like to do that. I like to test things out. I like to find the limit and push it past it and, and see how well it will survive. And the, the EFI has been amazing for us. When we go up on the nose, that's one of the things that, gets a little crazy with fuel delivery and catching air and things like that. So Holly developed a fuel mat for us that solved the problem, fixed it instantly, and now it even made it better than what we had before. So the 
for me to be able to test this thing to the limits and push it beyond its limits and figure out what we need in every possible case scenario was kind of the main reason why I think I was put as the guinea pig, happily so. And uh, now it's, you know, without a doubt, I, I would hate to drive a truck without EFI. Brad, what is the most simplistic way you can explain what, what EFI is when, when it comes to a 12,000-pound Monster Jam truck? The heart of it, <laughs> besides the blower motor, um, basically just have sensors that regulate your fuel volume more efficiently than the mechanical fuel injection did. So we added these sensors, and that, that gives you a better idea of what's going on inside yeah. the truck? Yeah. Because I know these trucks now have, have these tablet-sized uh, viewers inside with the gauges on it, so that helps really diagnose a problem. You uh, can find issues with the engine readily instead of having to basically guess at what the engine is going to tell you what it needs with that diagnostic tool what isn't half the fun of being a mechanic trying to guess what's wrong with the truck uh, sometimes <laughs> other times it's easier just to look and you can pull data logs from the uh tablet and see what actually your fuel pressure is doing your throttle position sensors at how much air is coming into the engine just basically any parameter you want to look at in the engine running you can see so you still have to wrench and, and get to yeah. the, the, the problem but at least now you have a it general gets you idea. A closer diagnosis so, so point just half the time kind of wiped out there so that's great so we we add this technology and ryan you seem like a kid in a candy store talking about this i'm excited to explore that ryan just for all of our viewers out there that are watching has built this set out there in the dungeon with all these cool parts we'll get to that here in just a little bit we'll come back with more efi talk on inside monster jam powered by lucas oil stay right where you are and we'll be back after this Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. I'm joined in studio today by fleet manager Brad Hilson and on the Great Clips hotline, son of a digger's Ryan Anderson, as we discuss the evolution of electronic fuel injection into Monster Jam. Ryan, I mentioned in our previous segment this, these these props that you have there, the set that you, you built, and talk a little bit about what you got going on over there. Okay, so Brad was just telling you about the Holly Dash. Uh, I have one right here, actually. It's obviously not plugged in, so it's not lit up, but this thing right here, it has every single thing you need to know about that engine, about our engines, will be displayed right here. Every sensor on this engine is displayed right here, and it'll show you everything you need to know, whether it be too high, too low, or maybe the sensor even be bad. This dash will tell you that, and you can readjust all kinds of fun stuff in there. In the cab, you can color code your gauges. You can make them all look different. It's really cool. You can go with a retro style gauge, new style, uh, digital, anything you want. It's really fun, but. The best thing about this thing is it, it tells everything that's going on with the engine, whether it be good, bad, or ugly. This thing will let you know everything. But when this thing's going on, it's getting told everything it needs to know by this big dominator box right here. So the Holly Dominator is the brains of this engine. It is telling everybody in the fuel system what to do, when to do it, and it's constantly tuning our engines to make them run better, run cleaner, smoother, everything at all times. Our engines are constantly learning how to run better, different elevations, different temperatures, all those things that do affect these big, crazy race engines a lot. And with the mechanical style uh, fuel injection, it was just kind of a roundabout, let's get it tuned to this, and it'll be okay. Well, now this thing constantly keeps the thing tuned in 100%, running super fuel efficient, believe it or not, even for this big monster, and also just keeps the, it, when the motor is running hot, it'll actually tune the engine to cool it down so we can actually run longer now uh, without overheating the engines, causing damage, which if you ever watched my dad run, that's probably what was going on because he never really got much of a chance with the EFI like we did. But this Dominator box right here is, this is the heart and soul of this whole EFI system. And one of the biggest things about it that I love 
is that we have barely cracked the surface with this thing. This thing will literally be able to run the entire Monster Jam truck. I'm talking about Gravedigger headlights, son of a digger headlights. It can run all the fans. It can run the entire truck out of just this right here. And we, we like I said, we've just barely cracked the surface. We have it running our fuel system right now. Uh, and soon, uh, soon enough, we're going to be testing with many other ways to use this box right here. The ability for the crew to be able to maintain and know what's wrong with the truck. This, this box will tell the truck when to run the water pump, when to run the fans, when to run the transmission coolers, all those things will all be run through this box and it all can be done automatically. So it can go up at all the temperature sensors, all the sensors of the motor. I, this box gets me excited, man. I, like I said, we, we haven't even cracked the surface on this thing. We're not even using the, a tenth of it. And when we start using the rest of it, it's going to be super exciting for the whole industry. I can promise you that. Uh, and then also have some of our... Uh, fuel injectors right here so our holly fuel injectors and this is uh this is where the the fuel meets the engine right here this crazy little thing right here plugs in run by that dominator box and it's going to spray that fuel into the engine right here below this injector hat see that spacer plate right there this, this fuel line is actually running to our fuel rail that runs to these these injectors right here and this is uh this is a, a really important part of the engine this is what actually delivers the fuel to it delivers the right amount and constantly is adjusting the amount of fuel that we need, whether we're on off throttle, different elevations, different temperatures, the, the motor's temperature is different. This little guy right here is going to regulate everything that goes into that engine, make sure it's exactly what it needs at all times. So I, that's, I got a couple other props, our fuel pump. Uh, it's, it's a mechanical fuel pump. Uh, it's super reliable. It's what we've been running for a long time. And actually when we, we approached Holly and said, Hey, we need you guys to help us, develop EFI system. We need our trucks to run cleaner, run better, uh, and we need to be able to data log everything that goes on with these engines. Uh, so they, they actually told us the fuel pump that we have is probably one of the best ones to run for now. So as of right this minute, the Waterman's uh, mechanical fuel pump is where we're at. And another thing I didn't even hit on is the data logging part of the, the dominator box. So now when this engine is running, from the time it starts to the time it shuts off, that dominator box is data logging everything. That means it's recording everything. The RPMs, how much we're turning the throttle on, how the temperature, the uh, boost level, everything. EGTs and exhaust gas temperatures, all those things are all being measured and also data logged. So when, whenever we do happen to have an engine problem or we happen to like how the engine was running or any of those things, we can go back and look at that data log and see exactly what the engine was doing and why and figure out whether to, how to make it run like that all the time or how to make it not do that again. So that's one of the big, one of the biggest things behind the scenes, especially for where I'm at right now in the Monster Jam engine uh, room, is we've been able to learn so much on why we have an issue in a motor, if we do have one, and been able to learn how to fix that due to actually seeing what's going on from, you know, for forever before my dad would just run it and it would blow up and they'd say, oh, why did it blow up? <laughs> Who knows? Well, now we know. And it tells you everything. It's a complete tattletale of everything that goes on in that engine. It's it's super insane to pop up those charts. Brad's, Brad's one of the best at it. He'll pop up that laptop. He'll go into that computer. He'll look at everything that thing's got, everything the motor's doing, whether it be an issue or a good thing, and tell you exactly why it's doing that. And he's got all the proof right there, all the charts, all the graphs. Tells you exactly what's going on. It's it's super cool to look at and, they might they might not like watching my graphs because it's normally a little bit aggressive. Yeah. But 
I like it. Well, Brad, I feel like we just went to show and tell with Ryan Anderson. And, and Ryan, you mentioned the future uh, technology. You want to talk about that, and, and we'll do that here in the next segment. So please stay right where you are. We have more show and tell with Ryan Anderson, more Brad Hilson, and more Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil, coming your way. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. Once again, I'm joined in studio by Brad Hilson and on the Great Clips Hotline by Ryan Anderson as we discuss EFI. We, we talked about a lot of the parts and the technology. Holly, obviously, at the forefront of this, and, and obviously, they, they put out the best equipment. Was this a partnership uh, that you know of between Monster Jam and Holly, or was it just we want to go with the best equipment we can find, and that, of course, manufactured by Holly? Definitely a partnership with Holly. We've been working with them before we even installed them in the trucks just to get an idea of what we needed, and after going to them, it's best of the best right there can't so get any better you and i have, have talked a little bit this morning um, or off air about the the fleet trucks now so yeah. monster jam fleet trucks which son of a digger grave digger el toro loco trucks along that line all equipped with efi technology which has been about a two-year process correct yep. to get them all outfitted i want to talk about independent trucks that are run you have your team screams you have your team tom fullery overboard motorsports these trucks right now are not required to have no. efi right correct? now they're not heading into the future they're looking to make it a requirement across the board for all competing trucks in monster jam uh when that requirement will be pursued or made official we don't know yet but it is something that they're looking forward to so ryan as far as competitive advantage goes when you're when you're running against an independent team you know not running efi does that give you or your team any type of advantage at all just knowing that you can diagnose these issues quicker and you may be able to get to the source of a problem faster yeah, but the main gain for me is the constant tuning. So this thing, that dominator box, is constantly listening to everything the engine's doing and giving it the exact tune it needs. So mechanical injection system, you're trying to put it in a, a gray area. Like this, this will make it run, and it'll run good. But this thing makes it run perfect. So when I'm at the line, staged up, and the motor temperature may be rising fastly, mechanical, it doesn't matter. It, it, there's nothing. It's not going to change anything. It's going to, well, the motor's going to run differently because of the temperature, whether it be too cold, which honestly with methanol and uh, engines, you actually want to run them a little bit warmer to help burn that methanol really good. So I should go back and say, maybe if my engine's not warm enough, if it's too cool, you want to take off like 180 degrees. It's kind of the sweet spot. 200 is where they really run the best, but you don't want to run much over 220 because it starts getting a little warm. But with a mechanical engine, if it's not, in, if it's not warm enough, it's just kind of running what we call fat. So it's a little too much fuel. It's not burning all the fuel and it's not performing 100%. Well, the EFI system is going to know, okay, the engine is not warm enough. It's not burning all the fuel. The, the uh, sensors in the exhaust are telling it it's, it's running too rich. It's running too fat. And it'll adjust the fuel system to that. So my truck is going to make sure to make out, put out peak performance at all times, no matter what. So if there's a drastic temperature change, uh, in the atmosphere, actually, that makes a big difference. There's a drastic temperature change in the engine. That makes a difference. So that's where I think the biggest gains are. And one of the biggest things for the, the independent teams, not a lot of them have gone EFI yet because it's to put EFI on a drag car is easy. You're on the throttle, you're off the throttle, you shut it down. When you put it on a Monster Jam truck, this is a whole nother animal. Uh, the testing we did in the field was insane. The amount of stuff that we, we had fun tearing up, we had fun figuring out all those things that went into tur turning this EFI system into being able to handle the throttle that we give it, the crazy run times, all those things that we do. 
is why the EFI system is not very plentiful yet outside of the fleet trucks. But everybody wants it. I will tell you that. Now that we've got it figured out, they let us kind of guinea pig it. Me, which I love it. I love guinea pig and anything. They let us figure it out, and now they all want it. And like Brad's saying, it's soon to be a requirement. But at the same time, I think all the guys are kind of like, well, that's just an easy sales point to tell our, uh, you know, like maybe our finance team or our wife to let me go ahead and spend the money on getting the EFI system. I learned a lot about the development of EFI a few years ago in, in Tampa when I was a pit reporter. And and so for our fans out there, if you're at the pit party and you're you're looking at these trucks and you can't see inside the cab and you can't see if there's that 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 tablet screen with the gauges on it, the easiest way I, I've learned to determine if a truck has EFI is to look at those sensors on the exhaust. Is that correct? You see a truck with the O2 sensors that has EFI, you see one without it, it's manual, right? Okay, so next time you fans are out to pit party, take a look at those exhausts. See if you can find the O2 sensors to determine which trucks have EFI. Let's talk about the future development of this technology. Ryan, you said you're excited to do some more testing. Uh, anything you know on the calendar, on the radar coming up? Any changes that you see happening with EFI? Yeah, 100%. So in the beginning, we were kind of we were trying to implement the system into three running trucks where the, like, our Monster Jam season kind of doesn't end anymore. It just goes throughout the year. So it's not like we have a ton of downtime. So it's okay, let's strip this truck down, strip the wiring out, redo everything. So we kind of we kind of put it in along with the system we already had as far as electronics go, fans, a cooling system, headlights, whatnot. So now that we have this system so figured out and we're beyond comfortable with it, now we can actually start utilizing that dominator box for more than what, it, what we do now. So being able to basically rewire the entire Monster Jam software, essentially it all runs through that. So we can tell when the fan's running, or it'll it actually it'll tell the fan when to turn on, when to turn off with the cooling system, tell the water pump system, even the headlights. So you can program this thing to do the craziest things. So we can literally turn our Monster Jam truck dash into one button. So you have power, and you press the button, which is, would be a starter button. After a certain amount of time, the starter uh, is spinning, the motor is spinning at certain RPM, it'll turn on the ignition. Once the engine is running, once it gets to a certain temperature, it'll turn on the water pump, the fans, the transmission cooler can turn on when the transmission's at a certain temperature. The, the headlights can turn on. You can make the headlights turn on automatically. When the truck runs for more than three seconds, the headlights come on. It's, the, the capability of this thing is endless. And one of the things that I, I'm definitely excited about that because I know that's 100% feasible and it is, it's got to come. It's coming. But another thing that I'm excited about with this is the capability for sensors and sensors that don't exist in this world right now because nobody needs them except for us. Monster Jam size sensors for suspension, for traction control, for all kinds of crazy stuff that that box is capable of. The only thing that's holding us up right now is that there's not sensors big enough, which, hey, I, I can't say that I'm not nudging around at the right places. So hopefully it's soon to come, but that's the, the implementing that box and the making it just streamline the entire wiring harness of our monster dam trucks is a must. Uh, and it's, it's, it's going to happen. The next thing after that is what I'm probably the most excited about is suspension sensors, all those things that are, this thing is capable of. We've just got to figure out a company that can make a sensor big enough for a monster jam truck. Brad, is there any worry that, you know, a 12,000 pound truck that has so many moving parts may end up relying too much on computerized equipment to you know, na navigate through these three, five weekend events? No. Well, the UNOH technicians we get, they can fix anything and have the sensors on there to tell them what's wrong will make it even better, make it easier for them. 
so from Ryan's standpoint, he's in the truck. He's got the gauge, you know, telling him everything he needs to know about the the truck. And you, you have a on the other end of that, you have a, a laptop, a computer screen. Yeah, that I can tells get you a laptop and hook up to it and see the same thing that the monitor is doing while it's running. And I can actually change things in real time on the programming side of it if I need to depending on what it's telling me. It's amazing how far these trucks have come and how those little O2 sensors can just dictate a 12,000-pound truck. Uh, We're just about out of time here, but we're going to come back with some fan questions, so stay right where you are. We're coming back with more Inside Monster Jam. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil, the official Monster Jam podcast. I'm joined in studio by Brad Hilson, fleet manager for Monster Jam, and son of a digger's Ryan Anderson joining us on the Great Clips Hotline. Let's get to some fan questions. You can ask your questions on Instagram at ScottJordanMJSX. Josh Bothwell, Brad, wants to know, would moving to a drive-by wire system ever happen in a monster truck? Probably not, just because the ability to actually manually run the throttle with a physical cable so that way if throttle hangs, you can actually pull back on the pedal to disengage the throttle blade so the truck's not wide open running away from you. With a drive-by-wire motor, if it gets hung up, there's nothing you can do to manually alter the throttle blades. Very cool. And Ryan, uh, last question. Jim Barnwell wants to know what is next for you and the Hoonigan team. Well, I mean, obviously everybody knows that not only was the Hoonigan world rocked, but also the entire automotive community kind of rocked with the passing of legendary Ken Block. So right now we're kind of just, you know, everybody's getting everything back in line from that. You know, it's definitely not a fun process, but there's definitely stuff in the works. There's tons of stuff we've talked about. Uh, a lot of stuff, a lot of crazy ideas come from Hoonigan. That's when, when they're telling me stuff that I'm kind of like, Ooh, that's going to be wild. I got to get pretty excited. I can't really give up any type of secrets, but we definitely have some stuff in the works. We definitely plan on some stuff. And I can promise you it's definitely, uh, a lot crazier than what anything we've ever done before. Always looking forward to seeing what's next for you. Brad, thanks for coming in studio today, man. I appreciate it. Ryan, thanks for joining us on the Great Clips Hotline. Uh, this has been very informative, very fun. Been looking forward to this one for over a year now. So now all you fans out there know a little more about EFI technology and we'll continue to stay on the cutting edge when it comes to Monster Jam technology. That's all the time we have for today. You know where to find us. So make sure you tune in each and every week for more Inside Monster Jam powered by Lucas Oil. 